Hola, bienvenidos al Spanish Grammar Review. I'm Molly Martin, and this podcast comes to you from DocMolly.com, where you'll find interactive audio lessons that teach practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. Once again, it's been a long time since I published a new lesson to the Spanish Grammar Review podcast. However, that's not because I haven't been podcasting about Spanish grammar. I just decided to dedicate the time I have outside the hospital to my Medical Spanish podcast. And in the Medical Spanish podcast, we cover a ton of advanced Spanish grammar within the context of clinical dialogues. And today's podcast is an excerpt from our latest Medical Spanish podcast on the COVID vaccines. In this excerpt, we practice making a hypothetical if-then statement using the imperfect subjunctive and the conditional. And for this Spanish Grammar Review podcast, I've added a few examples where we practice how to make an if-then statement that is not hypothetical, but reflects a real possibility. Let's take a listen. Before we listen to the excerpt, let's go over some vocabulary. I will say the word in English followed by a pause for you to repeat it in Spanish. Vaccine. La vacuna. Nucleus. El núcleo. DNA. El ADN. Y ahora escuchemos el fragmento del último episodio del Medical Spanish Podcast. Además, la vacuna nunca entra en el núcleo donde se encuentra el ADN y aún si entrara en el núcleo, no tendría manera de cambiar su ADN. So how did she start the second statement with even if? Aún si, now, Presenting an if-then hypothetical statement, how did she say, and even if it did enter the nucleus, it would have no way to change your DNA? Y aún si entrara en el núcleo, no tendría manera de cambiar su ADN. So this is an example of a conditional if-then statement. First, we use the imperfect subjunctive to present the hypothetical condition. Y aún si entrara en el núcleo. Then we use the conditional to present the result of that condition. No tendría manera de cambiar su ADN. Interprétalo otra vez. And even if it did enter the nucleus, it would have no way to change your DNA. Y aún si entrara en el núcleo, no tendría manera de cambiar su ADN. And I would just like to make one more comment about aún si. When making a conditional if-then statement using aún si, it acts just like si, where it can be followed by either the imperfect subjunctive or the indicative. When speaking hypothetically, we use the imperfect subjunctive. When speaking about a likely possibility, we use the indicative. Just like si, aún si is never followed by the present subjunctive. 
However, you may remember that you can use aunque followed by the present subjunctive to say even if. Ahora, interprétalo otra vez. And even if it did enter the nucleus, it would not have a way to change your DNA. Y aún si entrara en el núcleo, no tendría manera de cambiar su ADN. Now, using aunque, how would you say, even if the vaccine enters the nucleus, it will not have a way to change your DNA. Aunque la vacuna entre en el núcleo, no tendrá manera de cambiar su ADN. And if we were speaking of a more likely possibility, which we're not, the vaccine cannot enter the nucleus, how would we use aun si to say, even if the vaccine enters the nucleus, it does not have a way to change your DNA? Aun si la vacuna entra en el núcleo, no tiene manera de cambiar su ADN. So, to review, we can use si or aun si followed by the imperfect subjunctive to present a hypothetical condition. Y aun si entrara en el núcleo. In which case, it is most common to state the result of that condition using the conditional. No tendría manera de cambiar su ADN. And to present something as a more likely possibility, we follow si or aun si with the present indicative. Aun si la vacuna entra en el núcleo. And in this case, we can state the result of this likely possibility using either the present indicative No tiene manera de cambiar su ADN or the future indicative No tendrá manera de cambiar su ADN. And although I've observed an exception to this rule in colloquial Mexican Spanish, you should not follow si or aun si with the present subjunctive. However, aunque can be followed by the present subjunctive, and when it is, it too means even if, and is used to present a possibility that may or may not occur. Even if the vaccine enters the nucleus, aunque la vacuna entre en el núcleo. And in this case, the result can be expressed either using the present or future indicative. No tiene o no tendrá manera de cambiar su ADN. And just to be clear, in actuality, the vaccine does not enter the nucleus, and that's why we originally presented this as a hypothetical condition. Aún si entrara en el núcleo. Now, I realize that was a lot of information, and if you want to learn more, I've included links in the show notes, which review when to use the indicative versus the subjunctive in if-then statements, and how we can use aunque followed by the subjunctive to say even if. Thank you for listening. I recommend you check out our Medical Spanish podcast and experience how we practice grammar within the context of clinical dialogues. And at the bottom of your show notes, you will find a link to the quiz covering our latest Medical Spanish lesson. 
Finally, we are now making the latest member-only Medical Spanish lesson available to our Spanish Grammar members. So, if you're a member, you can head over to DocMolly.com and listen to the latest member-only Medical Spanish lesson where we review the Spanish grammar as we practice explaining how the messenger RNA vaccines work and how they will not alter your DNA. And again, even if you're not a member, check out the free Medical Spanish podcast because we cover a lot of grammar in the free podcast as well. And thank you to Elizabeth Cortez, my Spanish teacher from the San Pedro Spanish School, who helped me with the Spanish for this lesson. Cuídense y hasta la próxima. This is a production of DocMolly.com, where you will find interactive audio lessons that teach Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere.